everyone. Welcome back and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you're facing on a day-to-day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by Meredith Wilson to discuss how to gain business by focusing on past clients and generating referrals. Now let's hear from Jeff and Meredith. All right, Meredith. Let's hear from you. Thank you. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Meredith Wilson. I'm from New Bern, North Carolina. It's um, Eastern North Carolina, really small town. Mm-hmm. The team in the last couple years has done 500 units. In the last couple years, I've done 110 to 120 units. 110 to 120 units per year. That's huge. Good stuff. And so uh, talk to us about your, your top sources of business. Um, so I'm about 60 to 65% sphere past client and referrals from those. I'm very passionate about it. Yep. I think it's hugely important because I'm always telling our team, actually just taught them a little class before we came here last week. Um, you know, those leads are free, right? And they love you the most. They're actually yeah. the easiest to convert. So I kind of want, you know, to work smarter, not harder. So those are my favorite. And then aside from those two, you know, if I'm feeling a little bit slow, I like to do a lot of prospecting. Yeah. You like to do a lot of prospecting. I like to prospect. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. There's a few people clapping for that. <laughs> Kathy. Uh, I like the two. thrill of the hunt. Just two, by the way. Um, <laughs> So when you do prospect, and we'll get back to the database in a second, you do circle prospect. Yes. So tell us what that looks like. Um, so it's kind of a little bit of, you know, you're bragging on what just happened with your listing. So you're calling and just telling people about it. Um, we have a really big database in our CRM. So if I just had a listing get 10 offers on it, I really want to tell the neighbors about it. We pick the phone up. We call the neighbors. Um, maybe the ISA helps us do it, or maybe I do it myself. Yep. Um, but we prospect a lot around multiple offers, open houses, really just anything to tell the neighbors what we're doing. Got it, got it. So staying in touch with the neighbors. And, and do you, if, if they're not ready to buy or sell with you right now, do you do anything with their contact info? Oh, absolutely. We definitely want to try to add them to the database if we can. We try to finish up the conversation with, you know, is there anything we can do with you at this time? Yep. Um, and I'll also prospect for if I am working with a buyer and I can't find that house for them, I'm definitely doing that to try to find them a house. So. Anything you can do to add them to the database. So now, by the way, that becomes part of your <clears throat> part of your buyer consultation value proposition. Absolutely. Right now, yeah. it's when you're meeting with a buyer who's interviewing agents. Which buyers will start interviewing agents in a soft market, right? In the last market, they just went with the first agent that could show them a home. In the next market, they're going to go with the agent that can get them the best deal, the best value, and take their time with them. So, as part of your value proposition, hopefully everyone's looking at your buyer consultation value proposition. That's absolutely something you can add as a unique value of working with you versus the competition. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah. So uh, let's go back to database for a minute because I know a lot of your business comes from that. What, what, what things are you doing when we talk about adding value to the database? What, what comes to mind? Um, so I try to just, I haven't been extremely systematic about it before. I actually got a lot of ideas earlier today, but I try to just think of anything I can do to touch them, really love on them, show them that you care about them, yep. um, and not only get, you know, love on them, but try to get in their world, figure out who they know, who are their family members, you know, who are their neighbors. Yeah. Awesome. And um, do you, you enjoy, like, actually picking up the phone and calling them, which is the opposite of what I used to do <laughs> or do you do you do you do a lot of client events what is what does that look like so our team does a lot of client events I think we do four a year right now which gives me the opportunity to touch them yeah I actually used to hate calling sphere and past client referrals it's kind of a joke on our team I was 
terrified that I screwed something up with the house and they were going to tell me when I called. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but I kind of learned to love it because one of our listing agents, when I was becoming into a listing agent, um, you know, I was trying to track down the FISBOs and the expireds and everything, and she said, why don't you just call your sphere and past clients? They already love you. And I was like, wow, light bulb moment. Yeah. Um, so now I actually do love calling them because, you know, I really want to dominate my database and past clients. Yeah, I love that. So um, I know that you used to be a teacher. Yeah. And we have, do we have some teachers in the audience, former teachers? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> teachers make great real estate agents, of course. Um, and you also, so what, what has teaching, how has that helped you in, in the industry? Um, I would say how to work with people. You know, when you're a teacher, you have a classroom of 30 kids. They're all different. You're learning how to connect with them just like you do with people. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things I learned from being a teacher, I'm really big into the sponge method that we've talked about, mentoring people. Yeah. And I'll never forget the principal when I was a teacher in my last year, she said, you need to go in the experienced teacher's class and watch how they handle the bad kid. And so now I'm very big on, you know, if there's something that I can't figure out how to master, I bring Donna on a listing yeah. or, you know, whatever it is to soak it up from somewhere else. Yeah, I love that. Um, we talked a little bit on the phone of the showing agent model. You utilize that in your business? Absolutely. So what does that look like? Um, so it's changed a lot over, um, gosh, I don't know, the last three or four years. I was the first person on our team that utilized the showing partner. I was a huge fan of it because I don't like showing houses either. <laughs> I absolutely hate that. But you like working um, with buyers. Um, my sphere and past client buyers, not just anybody oh, that calls. Be clear. Let's yeah, be clear. I'm about 30% buyers. I do like to work with my people. Yep. Um, so we had, we did have a model where one person was just my showing partner. Last year in 2021, which is kind of what helped me have such a phenomenal year, you know, I went to Donna and actually said, you know, last year was good. I kind of want to chill it out a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she said, what I hear you saying is, you know, you really want more time to yourself. You don't want less money, actually. And so she just gave me an assistant. I said, I don't want that assistant. And she gave me the assistant. It was the perfect match. She's so good at finding talent and matching people up. Um, and so the girl just attached on to me and did anything I needed help with, and it was huge. Yeah, awesome. So uh, same question I gave Drew. Um, obviously, you, I'm sure, get solicited from other brokers or other teams. What is, why do you choose to stay on a team versus going on your own? Yeah, so there's a few reasons. Um, our rainmaker, Donna Harmatuck, she's my... Um, She's right here with me. Um, she came on Welcome, the trip Donna. with me. She, it's just when you find someone like that that you can be in their world, you never want to leave them. You know, she makes the opportunity big enough so that I don't want to look for it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and we have huge leverage. I mean, it's all set up. I don't want to try to recreate that. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, I'm doing well on the team. I like it. So you so. get to do what you enjoy, make the money you want to make, and not have to think about all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's a, it's a really good system that's working for me, and I don't want to recreate the wheel. Awesome. That sounds good. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Meredith today on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover U will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com forward slash self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.